Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, January 15th, 2021. Joe Biden set to take office in just five days as President of the United States, inheriting the greatest set of challenges of any president in history. We'll discuss that, plus the path forward on impeachment, when will the Senate receive the article and begin the trial? And finally, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, on the eve of making history, reflects on what she saw in that Capitol insurrection. Joe Biden is inheriting a pandemic that is still raging across this country. He is inheriting an economy in tatters because of that pandemic. And he is inheriting a nation deeply divided. It is hard to think of a new president who on Inauguration Day was taking over a country with the challenges as great as Joe Biden will face, certainly in my lifetime. I haven't seen that. This is extraordinary. Even if you think back to when Joe Biden took over as vice president with Barack Obama as president and the economy was in a terrible position, this doesn't even really compare to that. And you can see that in the scale of the program that Joe Biden unveiled last night. This rescue package, $1.9 trillion, and it's just the beginning. In it, of course, is additional aid for states and localities to help with that vaccine distribution and get that ramped up. In it is the direct stimulus payments increasing to $2,000 per person. But things like raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour federally. He is trying to lift up the American people from the economic pain that they have suffered while also rebuilding the American economy so it is more accessible for everyone in the country. All of that together in this moment of crisis. And when you see how deeply divided we are politically... The work he has to do with the very narrow Democratic majorities in Congress, no easy task. So Joe Biden has his challenges cut out for him, and he understands it because last night he made a deliberate plea for unity, not just in name that we need to be unified. He actually was pleading with Americans that the only way that the country is going to be successful addressing these challenges is to do it in a unified manner. Again, that is so at odds with where we are right now as a people. One thing Joe Biden has going for him, people like him. He's getting good marks in a lot of the polling out there for this transition and in terms of the expectations of how he'll do his job. That may give him a bit of a honeymoon period to try and get some of these big programs through the Congress and into the hands of the American people. That may help give him a bit of a honeymoon here. It may help him get these plans through Congress and get that money out into the country. Now, here's what else matters today. The second impeachment of Donald Trump occurred in the House, as you know, earlier this week. But what we don't know is when the impeachment trial will take place in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker, has named nine House managers who will prosecute the case. Jamie Raskin, Democrat of Maryland, will be the lead prosecutor, the lead House manager. We are learning about Donald Trump's defense team a little bit. It seems that Rudy Giuliani may have a role to play, even though Trump is also reportedly not pleased with Giuliani. It seems like he still has a role in the overall Trump defense, whether that's in person or just advisory. We'll see. It seems that Donald Trump wants to tap Jim Jordan and Elise Stefanik, two Republican members, to help craft his defense in this next impeachment trial. Again, unclear that they'll be actually the defense 
counsel for the president in the well of the Senate during the trial, but they will be part of the broader team. What is uncertain is when this trial will start. Nancy Pelosi was asked about that today at a press conference. One week ago, on January 6th, there was an act of insurrection perpetrated on the capital of the United States, incentivized by the president of the United States. One week later, Wednesday to Wednesday, that president was impeached in a bipartisan way by the House of Representatives. So urgent was the matter. They're now working on the taking this to trial, and one day you'll be the first to know uh, when we... Uh, and we announced that we're going over there. As soon as Nancy Pelosi sends over that article of impeachment to the Senate when they're in session to receive it, it triggers a constitutional clock on the trial. It has to begin at 1 p.m. the next day after receiving that article of impeachment. So that is why she's potentially holding it right now to make sure that there's a full plan of like how to start this trial in the midst of an inauguration week. And just prepare yourselves. There is going to be a big constitutional debate, though many scholars say it's already settled, as to whether or not it is even right and allowed to hold a trial for a president who has already departed office. We've seen this with some other positions, but not with president. And you can fully expect the president's team is going to make the case that the trial is improper because he's already out of office. A lot of constitutional scholars say that should not hold water at all. But I'm telling you, prepare yourselves. This is going to be a big bone of contention as we get this trial process started for Donald Trump's second impeachment. And finally today, on the eve of Senator Kamala Harris becoming the first woman, and of course, the first black woman, the first woman of South Asian descent, all history-making markers to serve as vice president of the United States, she did an interview with NPR where she was asked about her reaction to what took place at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Here's what she had to say. I mean, it was the same thing that went through my mind when I saw Charlottesville. I mean, it's the same thing that went through my mind when I, you know— um, saw a picture of Emmett Till. It, sadly, it, it, it is um, not the first time I have s- seen a demonstration uh, like what you are describing in, in the history of our country. It is a reminder that we still have a lot of work to do. Her perspective is an important one. Think about that, that she thought back to Charlottesville, that she thought back to seeing a picture of Emmett Till. It gets at the point That race and racism and white supremacy was at the very heart of what we saw on January 6th. Not some sidebar component to the attack on democracy. It was at the very heart of this particular attack on democracy. And Kamala Harris, on the eve of history here, to hear her put that into perspective is so important for just millions and millions of Americans to hear. In fact, for all Americans to hear. We're going to hear a lot more from Kamala Harris in a special Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on CNN. I urge you to tune in. My colleague Abby Phillip is taking a look inside who Kamala Harris is, her upbringing, her career, her family, what makes her tick, getting inside and teaching us about this woman who is about to take on this challenge as vice president of the United States. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you next week. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. 
Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutesa, and David Toledo, and they're engineered by Francisco Monroy. Taylor Galgano is the team's production assistant. 